This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we'll talk about playoffs, we'll talk about injuries, we'll talk about Billie Jean King Enterprises, and Wayne Gretzky's cup jersey going for at least a million bucks. Say what? Coming up next, Face Off Hockey Show, right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the face-off hockey show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face-off hockey show. With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the face-off hockey show, Scotty Waz. Wow, looks like Yammy Yeager. Uh, Yammy Yeager hit a train. I saw that. Well, it looks like a train hit him. Well, either way. I thought... It, I, the the way they put it, they says Yager says he's unharmed following collision with tram in Chechia. That almost seems like he was hit by the train just by himself, not his car. <laughs> it's a it's a Brendan Witt situation when he got hit with the SUV when he was in Long Island. Mm-hmm. You know, shit happens, but it does. There we go. Welcome, Scotty Was here, Johnny P there. Yep. Face off hockey show. We are getting to the end of the second. We're getting to conference finals time. We already got one team punched in. Thanks wow. coming out. Boy, howdy, do we? Jesus, guys. What is that all about? Uh, we could have another team punch their ticket tonight in the Colorado Avalanche. And uh, also the Flea, or the Oilers could punch their ticket tomorrow. Or as oh. the... Canes and Rangers will all go to, they'll go to at least six games. At least. So they'll go to at least Saturday. Fun times. Fun times. But first, Johnny P, what ha- happened with you this week? You got you got less hair. For the I did. Cut it all off. Yeah. You I didn't really hair. need it anymore. <laughs> I'm sick of, sick of this shit. It is what it is. He'll come back, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I mean, I still have my hairline, which is good. I always check like once a year or so. Make sure the hairline's still there. Half half the Batonzo uh, spawn have hairline. That's very true, actually. Um, I had a program at work with an upgrade this past weekend. So oh, thrilling. We've been going through a lot of that uh, this week. Um, I always find it interesting whenever you use the word upgrade and computer program, like things break all the time. Mm-hmm. effectively things that like you know people just forget how to do their job for a little while yeah and they're like no it, it, it no i can't put in a requisition <laughs> uh, nothing changed you click on this link right here you know the one that says requisition you mm-hmm. saved it as a favorite oh okay i'm good thanks no problem great work good talk so yeah so yeah that's been my week apparently uh just kind of doing that kind of stuff Wonderful. And then uh, Friday, you know, like long weekend this weekend. Sunday, double or nothing, heading over to the death house. 
uh, to watch some Double or Nothing. They should just call it the the parlor. <laughs> the house of the house of death. Yes. Of the house of black. The funeral homes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you know, I got some fun coming up this weekend. Playing yeah. golf this weekend. Nice. You know, but past week, kind of junk. You had uh, you got you got the new car though. I did. I did. Uh, have you got you haven't gotten yours yet? You said you no, had, had a snafu a- with the uh, card. I had a payment problem, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Payment, yeah, payment. my uh, my, I did not bring it down here. Oh well, it's upstairs. It's too far away for me to get. Uh, you can share the car on there when it shows up at your house, exactly. um, or when Mark gets on because he might have it close to him. I was gonna say we don't know if he got his yet either. Yeah, he didn't tell us. He mentioned it and then just dropped it. Uh, maybe it showed up today. Um, uh, you know, because USPS doesn't deliver on sundays most of the time i when he said that i didn't really i didn't i i was i didn't want to say anything i didn't want to you know but but yeah the uh ryan ellis face-off hockey show car is what i will only refer to it as uh showed up at the house the 124 model Mm -hmm. showed up um it's nice they did a good job i'm going to be really interested to see what the 164 does to our logo (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, who knows? The 124, it's very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the good part about it. Very clear, very clear. There, I mean, if it's hand if it's hand drawn, then it's going to be tough because yeah. But you can see the X's and the O's pretty clearly on the 124. Uh, so it's nice. Um, it, it did take me a little while to figure out how to get the base off. Right. Yeah, because uh, apparently all your base art belonged to us. Ha ha. Um. But I didn't realize until Scotty was like, hey, aren't there screws? Yes. Like, oh, there are. Check that out. Didn't oh, see that. How about night. that? I can uh, take it off now. I will say this. They just I think they just started doing that not too long ago because every other die cast that I have bought in my life has been the freewheeling. Like you don't it have to. Shows up. Yeah, it's 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 in styrofoam packing and then that's it. And you take it out and pop. Well, it does have this. It does have a very nice, like, uh, see-through box. Oh. You know, like the you know how the the real tiny one has the little box yeah, yeah, yeah. that it comes in, and you can see through the front of it. And it, they did the same thing, just in a bigger version. Nice. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It turned out well. Um, I believe, uh, in all time, pre-order to front door. That was the fastest diecast I've gotten. Wow. Um. So, I mean, it didn't even take a whole year. Exactly. <laughs> I'm still surprised you're not waiting on stuff from the Chase Elliott thing. You got that not too long ago, that last part. This is the last uh, the last pre-order of stuff that I'm waiting for are the 164 cars. Nice. And I got I got a couple extra, like a bunch that I can give to people and, you know, pass out and be like hi you like cars the face off hockey show logos on this yeah and if you want to order your 124th go to circlebdiecast.com and uh search ryan ellis and there it is it's going to be there they say it's the rich mar floors but you all know yeah you it's the face off hockey show car hockey show car i mean <laughs> hell if our logo is going to be small as shit i can't imagine how small the uh, russian machine logo is going to be on the 164 oh yeah right <laughs> oof Yikes! That's why you gotta go. You gotta go with the bigger size, baby. Yep, size matters. Exactly, especially in diecast. 
Yes, agreed. Uh, we bought Jen a couch and a bed for her move to Omaha. Nice. So that's done. She got her apartment approval today. Nice. So plans are coming together. Things are coming together. The ninth is when we start driving down. Yeah, because you can apparently your place only can move on Friday. What? Move it on Friday? I found that weird. <laughs> what is it, an Airbnb? I guess. It's freaking Omaha, man. Weird rules. But uh I yeah. thought that they were like monthly things. Like Yeah, no, no. Like you no well, you can you they are monthly, but you can only move in on a Friday. Like like if we didn't move in on the tenth, we would have to wait till the seventeenth to move in. Just hanging out front. Yeah, just just chilling. Straight chilling. In any case, hmm. that's that's going on. Um there if that cuts down on the riffraff. Yeah, maybe. You know people coming and going. Um uh, what else we do? We went to a swap meet on Saturday. Not much going on there. Is it the football stadium, so just kind of hanging out. And you didn't find any uh, goalie pads for five dollars. Did not find any goalie pads for five bucks, unfortunately. Uh, it, it it wasn't the school swap meet. It was the uh, oh, okay. it was just random random folks selling. Got it was basically one big yard sale. Yeah, one big one big fucking like yard sale. People didn't want to have their own yard sales because they live in apartments or just don't live out or live out in the country. They just bring their shit to the Alaris Center. Got it. Boom! It's right there. Uh, bought, found some Parkhurst, Parkhurst cards, okay, uh, at the Wally Mart, and that's good value. You get a blaster box. Um, also trying to organize all my, sh- I'm trying to organize all my shit, which I found out I did series one of the upper deck, uh-huh. and I have two complete sets of series one, uh, <laughs> cards one through 200. That's awesome. And like a shit ton more that are going to go into, uh. One of these, one of these thirty-some boxes, mm. specialized by team. Ooh, that uh, that's yeah. done well right there. That's a you put that together well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, it, it it's it takes some time to get used to, but once you clamp it down and figure out how to put it up, pop it up, you're good to go. Yeah. Um, got some nice little parky hearse there. Nice. It's it's uh it's ten cards per pack, twelve packs per box. So you get hundred and twenty <laughs> cards. That's good. Bucks. That's some good value. For Where, 20 bucks, that's good yeah. stuff. For Upper Deck, the Upper Deck Series 1, it was like you get eight packs of cards and six card or six packs of cards and eight cards per pack. So 48. So Parkhurst, even though it's all Upper Deck, good value. There you go. I forgot to tell you, I got some uh, more of those um, magnet and screw cases this weekend. Like one of my friends was getting rid of some, so they just gave me a bunch. Nice. So if you need more of those, let me know. I can throw them in your box, which I have not taken to USPS yet. That's fine. I did, uh, in the packet, though, found uh, he had a 180-point screw-down case where the Dominic Cassock card with the pad in it finally fits into oh, one of those cases. That's sick. It's like two inches thick, though. Like it's yeah. crazy. Like I'll just show you a picture, send you a picture of it. But I finally got that Dominic Cassie card into one of those like real cases and not just the like flimsy past plastic case. So, so like some of the inserts in uh, this one, you get the off the uh, ice in their veins. Get some. You get the fa- family tradition, like the Hank Jr. Family tradition. And little like spiral cards. Ooh. So the Danhausen. 
Yeah, right. Uh, and then prom- prominent prospects. Wee, wee, wee. Who is that? Casey Middlestack? Uh, no, who was that? That was uh, Bry- Bry- Jason uh, Jacob Bryson. Oh. So, yeah. Cool cards. Parkers. Yeah. Good value. That's Little nice. To the boxes. I still look when I go to Target, but Target only has the upper deck one where it's like, here's 25, here's what, 25 cards for like 25 bucks, and it's the same cards all the time. Oh, yeah, Fat Packs. Fat yeah. Packs, not, uh, I found out Fat Packs, not good value. Oh, that was no. another thing. So I got, um, I got the uh, upper deck extended series from last year all sorted out. Realized I have at least a complete set of that. And nice. Here are the extras that I have. Wow. Of that. So you've done well. Yeah. I'm. I now I just need to know what to do with it. Sell them as grab bags on the internet. On the internet. So that's why I'm going to divide them by team, and then that way I can just sell grab bags by teams. Smart. Take that, hookers. Hey. You fall over, I swear to God. I will cry. Uh, all right, let's get to some injury news. Because that's what we do in the third segment. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. Ah, uh, now we know why Tom Wilson didn't return. Tore up his ACL. <laughs> he is out six to eight months. That puts him around uh, January, yeah? December, January. So, yep. He'll miss the, at least the first two months of the season, unless he's a freak human being and recovers somehow in Alfredson-like speed. Uh, but It's okay. Air on the side of caution. Uh, in this one, uh, Jordan Bennington, he is out for the rest of the second round, at least with a lower body injury after a collision with uh, Mijur Nazem Kadri, uh-huh. uh, which prompted death threats to Kadri and his family. Right. Which That's Craig it. Ruby didn't see for like five days. So, yeah, no, I didn't know about this racist stuff. Was it really was like, come on, Craig, put your finger <laughs> on the pulse, get it out of your ass, put it in the pulse there, buddy. Really? When did this start? Amazing. He's 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 of a different descent. I didn't know. Hold on, you said Twitter? What is yeah. that? What's a Twitter? Um and then yeah, freaking Kadri goes out the next game scores a hat trick. Yeah, that's 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 good. That's good justice right there. So, uh there's that. Uh the uh Avalanche will be without Samuel Girard for the rest of the playoffs. Broken sternum. I feel like that's like a, I feel like that hurts a seems lot. Like, seems like not fun, not a fun time to be had. So he is out uh, for the season. See how long that gets him. Avalanche not really missing a beat, though. They are looking pretty, pretty, pretty good. Should not be a shock. Should not be a shock at all. But here we are. Um, In any case... Uh yeah, that was all the injury news. Is there was there any suspensions? No, there's. Oh yeah, David Perron fined for cross-checking Nazem Kadri, even though that's his, true. His uh, almost people's elbow uh, went unnoticed. Didn't connect. Didn't didn't connect, so no one cared. No, no one cared. Didn't so, connect. 
you know, these things happen. And wasn't uh, wasn't Hegel fine too for the cross check? Um, yes, it was fine for boarding. Yeah. After well, the lightning, go ahead and go oops upside the head of the Panthers. Man, yeah. think for a team that is that has won two Stanley Cups. They'd be a little tired by now. Well, it's crazy that like, I mean, they had a great series in round one and they looked like they were out of gas in like game four against the Maple Leafs Mm -hmm. and looked perfectly fine against the Panthers, like completely controlled the pace of the game. Like, um, isn't there some kind of weird ass stat that like Vasilevsky hasn't allowed a goal when they can like, um, when they can uh, clinch a series since they lost to the Capitals in 2018. He let up one goal, and that was in Game uh, 7 against the Leafs. Jeez. I think it, out of 200 shots, he's let up one goal. I mean, that's just crazy. And he yeah. hasn't lost in no. any of those games either, right? So, no. I mean, he that's is, just he nuts. Also 17-0 and 0 after a loss. Well, so it was interesting because I was watching the game. Uh, what was it, Sunday? Monday? Monday? Uh, I think it was Monday's uh, game. Monday, yeah. Um, I was watching it and, uh, the announcers on ESPN are like, wow, the Panthers came out and they're fighting for their playoff lives. They got 17 shots on goal in the first period. And I turned the TV off and I go, yeah, they didn't score. They're losing tonight. (laughs) And I just went up to sleep. And the worst part about it is the Panthers had all the chances because the first two goals for the lightning were called back. (laughs) So they had two back to back (laughs) goals called back. Um, one for net, uh, touching the, the, or the puck touching the netting on a flip out and another one for a face off being won back by a hand. Uh, and then Tony yeah, hand, Tony hand. Yep. British, British hockey legend, Tony hand, the Wayne Gretzky of Liverpool. Don't know if that's where he's from, but, uh, yeah. So the, they had all the chances to win, but Andre Vasilevsky is, is a freaking just a stellar keeper stopped 49 shots in a freaking clinching game. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, that's the norm though. That's yeah. like, that's like, Oh, that's a Tuesday in the playoffs. Exactly. That's Jake Ottinger numbers right there, baby. Oh God. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see the lightning avalanche like cup final now. And that just be like a mismatch of styles. Well, everyone wants the Flames and the Hurricanes to win, so there's a natural disaster Final Four. Mm. Flames against Avalanche, Lightning against Hurricanes. I mean, I'd be fine with that. I, I, I mean, I did write to you like I, I can't tell which team I hate more mm-hmm. in the in the Hurricanes, uh, New York Rangers series. Yeah, I don't care about the other series, the Oil, Oilers or Flames. Like, it, it's cool. It is what it is. Everybody's yeah. got their um, jock straps in a bunch because of uh, Brady Kachuk cheering for his brother. So that kind of toned down after the Flames kind of turned to shit. So, <laughs> so we have, uh, you know, that is what it is. Like we haven't seen, we didn't haven't had Brady Kachuk cam ever since oh. that deal with Bud Light. So well, I mean, if he had gone straight Budweiser, then he probably would have done better. True. Yeah. True. Don't go light beer. I mean, it's red. You got to support. That is also true. Yeah. Weird Bud that Light's Bud, a blue Bud Light color. kind of fumbled the ball on that one. Yeah, Bud Light should have turned red for the <laughs> uh, for the for the weekend. Turn nice outside. I should open my window, air this place out a bit. 
Uh, Patreon, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. That's where you give us money, and we take it, and we give you content every now and again. Um, $1 gets you the video show. $5 gets you the video show, uh, chance to pick a segment, and some bonus audio. When you get the chance, all the money goes back into the show. You can be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Seanimich. They contributed. So can you, patreon.com slash show. Like I said, all the money goes back into the show. Johnny, we had a tie this week. All right. So we'll give you two options. Option the first. We can talk about the pros and cons of a dynasty. Okay. Option the second. We can talk about Connor McDavid's mastery. Um... Let's hold Connor McDavid off for Lyle. Okay. So we kind of let's continue where we're talking about the Lightning. Jen, it, it, Jen came up with the point. Jen HL history girl. Uh, she's like she doesn't want the Lightning to win because she doesn't want him to win three straight. Interesting. And I find myself in a bit of a conundrum because I don't like teams that win a lot. I don't like the Yankees. I don't like. I'm not too fond of the Patriots. Never a fan of the Lakers. Um, and also not a fan of like the Celtics or the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, <laughs> and the Penguins much, in the 80s. Much of much. Yeah, the Penguins, not a fan of <laughs> uh, Oilers, Islanders, you know, these things. But. I, I I'm I'm intrigued by this, this possible three P. For the sheer fact that we were in a salary cap situation. For the sheer fact that I, you know, you can argue that this is the toughest the league has been prior to the last dynasty, um, which was the Oilers in the 80s. Although Lyle will argue, they went all in a row. Stop, Lyle. Stop. It's fine. You can lose one. It's okay. Um, lose one. Well, it's four and five. I think that's a dynasty for fuck's sakes. Um. But in any case, this one's an interesting one. I don't know how I feel about this one. I think it's been well. I think John Cooper, by the way, who gets snubbed for the Jack Adams Award, which I'll never understand. Um, well, I think he it's his own doing. He's just saying, I don't want to be in it. Well, I mean, I think that he's like being compared to himself from last year. And he's like, well, wasn't as good as he was last year. He can't win the trophy. <laughs> You know what? He actually had to, he actually didn't have to jumble the salary cap that much. Fuck that guy. Um I don't know. What do you are are you pro dynasty? You you con dynasty? What are you doing? Um So I would say that this one I find interesting as well. Uh for some of the reasons that you're saying salary cap, you know, the way that the game is being played currently, um uh, the parody in the league. Um Parody's nuts. Sorry. Oh. Uh, but I find this one more interesting because, um, I, I can't actually find a person to hate on that team. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like John Cooper seems like such a level headed person where like, even when he's mad at the officials, he says what he needs to say. And then he just kind of like walks away and is like, okay, whatever, you know, like, like he gives interviews that are basically like not gloating and like talking about how great his team is. And, you know, like, yeah, we've been in this position before, like the hardest game to win is the last one, you know, type of thing, blah, 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 blah. Um, 
Like, I just can't actually find somebody on the Lightning that I dislike. So, like, I don't have a problem if they win again. Like, I, I, I just kind of feel like um, it's just another one of those, like, milestones, right? Like, cool, a team won three in a row. Like, we'll be talking now about the Lightning team that won three in a row instead of the Penguins from, you know, 2016 and 17 where they won back to back, you know, okay, whatever. Um, you know, some people might hate Ovi, but like, you know, Ovi breaking, if eventually he breaks the goal, uh, the, um, uh, goal, uh, streak, mark. whatever yeah. mark, you know, um, then, uh, you know, it it's good for hockey. Like, it's just kind of a part of it all. You know, like, it's another thing that hockey has. So, um, I feel like if it was a different team, I might have a different thought mm-hmm. about it. Right? But I, I don't know. I just don't. I can't find anybody that I, like can point to on the lightning and be like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And they were like, they might play like assholes, but they don't come off as being assholes, you know? So they're not, they're not assholes as a uh, personality trait. And as like a fan base, I don't really like hear about them all the time. So it's not like I'm even, I even like hate the like fan base. Sure. You know? So I, I don't know. Like, I feel like this one's strange. I feel like, in a, like if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won three Super Bowls in a row and everybody's talking about how great they were and blah, 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 like I'd be like, well, this is fucking bullshit. Like I can't stand that team, you know, but I don't think I have an issue with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't know why either. Like I just can't find a, I can't find an issue with them that I, I don't like them for. And maybe somebody can send me a tweet or something and tell me why I should hate them. Exactly. Throw it on the Patreon. Why? Why should? Why? Why should Johnny hate the Lightning? Hashtag Johnny hate Lightning. I mean, they've never done anything bad to me. They've never stolen our waitress or anything like that. So, no, he's in. Uh, he's in. He's in Detroit now. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I'm very. I'm very. It's very odd for me. It's just like I like you said. There's not really one person to hate because I keep going through the roster. I'm just like, eh, they're, they're okay. They're all right. Eh. Steve Camp Stamkos was overhyped, but I kind of blame that to Mar uh, to uh, Barry Melrose. Hmm. You know, it it is it's and you do you're right about the fans like they're just kind of there they're in droves. Let's not say that they're you know we we don't hear about them because they're not there. Christ, like they they have that parking lot filled out in front of the arena when the arena's filled. That too. is pretty cool. Uh, so they do have a very strong fan base, which I think gets over you know doesn't get hyped up enough by the main media i mean you you see you see the people outside you see the shots outside but i don't think the idea of that uh as a situation goes big right um oh pop dog mark with a c joining us right now i like how he waited for a pause yeah (laughs) yeah you know it's like lyle waiting for him to be introduced like i can't i can't pop over top of scotty's take it was a, it was a rambling take at that point. We're, we're talking, talking about, about dynasties, Mark. Yeah, dynasty. Uh, uh, I was on TV for forty some years. Uh, very good, the top very soap good operas, you know, mm-hmm. beaches. Also, we were talking about no, the 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 lightning dynasty. How do you feel about their chance for a three peat? 
What oh do you my think? god! I mean, do you it, hate it? Do you love it? It's. I think it's good for hockey. I don't like it, <laughs> um, but I do think it's. I think it's good. I think it's. It, it. You know, it's not quite the Chicago Bulls, but nothing's gonna be the Chicago Bulls in the salary cap era. So yeah, I mean, it's good. Somebody was bound to do it. Somebody was bound to have a team good enough to do it. Um, granted, there is an asterisk, 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 ask crack. Yep, asteroids. Uh, that <laughs> both of the first two Stanley Cups were in COVID-shortened seasons. Not that that belittles their accomplishment, but somebody down the road will say that. I'll, I'll, I just want to be the first one to say you that. You just said it. What do you mean, down the road? <laughs> yeah, but nobody listens to us, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it is worth saying, I think, that, you know, these guys didn't pl- play a full 82 games and then a full 16-plus games to win the Stanley Cup the first two years they did it. <clears throat> and one of the hardest parts about the Stanley Cup playoffs is how long the season is by the time you get to the Stanley Cup final. So, you know, being the best team in the league during the regular season means, I mean, what, the Panthers might have won the Stanley Cup this year if they had played only, you know, 50 regular season games and then went straight to the playoffs. You never know, right? I mean, it's it's not to say that the Lightning aren't a good team. They are, obviously, if they win three straight titles. But the dynamic, I mean, in the end, each season was different too mm-hmm. right the the covid shortened season uh where they just went straight to the bubble mm-hmm. after a long hiatus much different than the following season that started late right which is much different than the season we just played through now so um yeah i don't know it's nice i think it'll be good if if they do i mean they, they got a long way to go they're only halfway there Thank you. I was waiting for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it it would be it would be a good story. I think. I just don't. I think I think it's crazy that Vasilevsky is has his record in series clinching games is is ridiculous. Mm. It's uh, what is he like eight no? He's allowed one goal or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was talking about too. Insane. Amazing. Uh, we'll talk about the Panthers with uh, with Lyle here in a bit, because um, boy, that's a team. Uh, the President's Trophy curse continues. So we're going on almost a decade where a President's Trophy team has not won a Stanley Cup. So we got that going for us. But first, some other news. Mark, well, wait, Mark, do you get your diecast? I didn't yet. Did okay. you? I no, because I had a snafu with my credit card, so I had no. the I, I had the problem. I mean, yeah, I haven't. Uh, no, I mean, I might have also had a snafu with my credit card. If I mean, depending on how long ago we ordered it, it could have been it was last <clears> on a, a card that doesn't exist anymore. But I never got an email about it, so I got an email about it. So that's that's how I knew. Um, okay, that's hey, um, it's Wednesday. I thought you were gonna be. It was gonna be there on Saturday. Well, so I had a I had a unnamed U, USPS on its way, 
Uh-huh. And it was it was getting delivered on Sunday and Sunday's package day. Uh, <laughs> that's my package. That's my package. Yeah. Just saying. Um, <laughs> so I just I assumed that's what the package was, and it wasn't. It was it was a different package. Oh, you got a different package. Nice. Nice. Um, all right. Well, maybe your package next time it can be the Wayne Gretzky jersey, Mark. As uh it's going up for auction. Gray Flannels auction is uh putting up uh, the nineteen eighty-eight photo matched Stanley Cup clinching jersey worn by Wayne Gretzky, nineteen eighty eight when they beat the Bruins. Um bidding already at a million dollars. Well, that seems crazy. $1 million could fetch up as much as $1.4 million. Nice. What could you do for $1.4 million? Retire. How much I, fuck you money is that? I have a really nice economy? house. <laughs> In this economy, a, ta- a, a tank of gas. For an for 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 So, yeah, there's. Oh, they, they're, they're pimping. The champagne. All right. Well, I have to get this on the streaming computer now. So is Wayne Gretzky selling this jersey himself, or did somebody else have this jersey that Wayne that's being it's sold? The Wayne Gretzky estate. I'm sure. I think it's from May Gray, um, because they do a lot of uh, consignment auctions. Oh, it's a premier lot, everybody. Premier lot. Uh, where can I go? There we go. Nope, oh, right there. Start sharing. Okay. So, champagne stains, baby. That's how you know it's real. Champagne stains. I mean, couldn't you? I, I mean, feel like I could champagne just... stains. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could throw champagne on a jersey. Yeah, they got the elbow cuffs and stuff. It's crazy. Con Smythe season photo matched. Currently at a million bucks. Minimum bid was 250k. Got a uh, got 11 days to get that bid in. As you see, just all over the place there. Let's click click to expand. That's the, it's a Nike. It's a Nike. It's the old Nike jerseys. Oh. Um. There it is. XL extra large. For Wayner. There you go. A little 99 mm. action. Oh There's yeah, that's game marked. used. You can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever that is. It's like stitched back up. Yeah, like this, like there's just an orange stripe here. <laughs> Let's put it up. There it is, stitched in the inside. Well, maybe they didn't get, did they get new jerseys every game back then? No, sir, they did not. They got like one jersey the entire season. What is that? So this is this is a picture from the game, and this oh. is the jersey on the side here. So it's photo matched. Photo matched to have the same scuffing. If you didn't have the authenticity already, boom, there's a picture of it. There's a little spot there. Boom. It's right there. Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. The nines are all junked up. You see the little indent there, little indent there. Ah, look at that. And there's Wayner. Look at him. Look at that hair. Look at that. Jesus Christ. Speaking of hair, John. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's trying to steal my look. I, well, I wanted to see if Leahy was going to come on this week. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. It's a, a vintage. Uh, May Gray signed off, registered with the Vintage Association. Boom. And you get the picture with it, too, I hope. I hope so. Okay. If I don't get that picture as well, I'm not paying a million dollars. That's for damn sure. 
Right. I'll be goddamned if I'll be paying a million dollars if it doesn't have that picture. Uh, so yeah, you get get your bids in. Get your bids in now. Uh, man, looking possibly one point four million for this jersey. Good for him. Good for him. Or whoever owned the jersey. I don't even know if he owns the jersey. Probably just like I don't need this in my house. Threw it in the trash, and somebody coming around picked it up. Yeah. The champagne stains have nothing to do with the uh, after the game. <laughs> that was like a Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, by, back to that uh, Panthers Lightning series. You guys hear hear the story that people were uh, spouting about on Monday? No. So apparently, I guess a shock shock sports radio show in Tampa had their uh, had people tell them that they saw some Florida Panthers at a strip club until 3 a.m. Okay. Okay. <laughs> After Sunday's game. After, after game three loss. After game three loss. And before, so it was back-to-back. They played Sunday and Monday. Mm. So um, they were just like, yeah, no, they were at the strip club until 3 a.m. What are you going to do? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? And you're down 0-3. Um, right. And then For they sure. come out and just completely outshoot the fucking Tampa. And then Vasilevsky was insane. So... Yeah, that was that was a story that kind of just withered out. Picture it didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. Yes, we need photographic evidence. I want I want to see what what. Which I'm sure at a strip club is is totally fine. And let's be honest here, it was probably the guys who didn't suit up. It was the healthy scratches. They're just there. They had nothing better to what do. Was it just Joe Thornton? <laughs> that would have like, been great. He yeah. wasn't supposed to play anyway. And then they're like, Joe, you're in the lineup. What? <laughs> Son of a... I was seeing candy on the cabaret. Oh, boy. Hey, the PWHPA has uh, get, gotten one step closer to forming the league as they have entered in a relationship with uh, Billie Jean King Enterprises and the Mark Walter Group nice. to uh, right. explore the formation of a financially stable elite league. Be elite. B-E elite. Um, so of course the PWHPA is the, uh, the players association that broke off from the then national women's hockey league because they thought the money wasn't good and it wasn't financially stable. Now they're looking into it. They're seeing what's going to happen. Uh, they, uh, details of the new league, not ironed yet, ironed out, aim to have six teams, 23 players per team, three coaches, each minimum salary of 35,000. An average salary of fifty-five thousand, according to Jeff Merrick, or Jeff Merrick as his parents call him. So, there's that. I mean, I don't know. Take it for what it's worth. Good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers are talking to coaches. Mister Barry Trotz and John Tortorella. Back in the fold, everybody. Mm. Johnny Torts possibly getting back into the game. He also, seems like a Philly guy. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> he really does. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't already coached Philly. I feel like he already did, but I, don't, I know he didn't. <laughs> the Mandela effect. I think he coached Philly. I'm pretty sure he, he coached coach? Philly. I don't know. He coached Philly. I can feel it. Like if in my bones, I feel it. In my, in my in my Philly bones, I can feel it. Um, of those two, first off, I like Barry Trotz Metro Division tour that he's doing. 
Yeah, he should get a shirt and it stop. Yeah, <laughs> like a tour. Just like be at the end of his career, be like Gaylord Perry and just have all the, like the lapel pins down his suit jacket of where he coached. Nice. So, um, yeah, no, Tortorella, oddly enough, has not coached even as an assistant with the Flyers. Wow. Weird. Anywho, there's that one. Rick Bonus has stepped down as coach of the Dallas Stars after three seasons there. Rick Bonus, of course, for, got back into coaching after quite the long layoff. Did uh, people see that coming? Because they felt um, like the Stars did it pretty well this year. They did okay. They won 46 games. Um, but they were also fifth in the Central once again. Um, they are coming. They were two years removed from the Stanley Cup final run that they had. That crazy fucking run. Um, you know, I, his career with Dallas, 89 wins, 62 losses, 25 OT losses, extra time losses. Not terrible. But I guess I, I, I guess they think, you know what? He's uh six. He's gonna be sixty-eight here soon. Uh, maybe we get some new bodies, new new people in there. Um, guess he wasn't forced out. He just they just left on his own. And for a guy who wasn't behind the bench, uh, the previous his previous tenure behind the bench was oh three oh four with the Coyotes. Uh, when he was filling in at the end of the season, so he did, he did all right for himself, I guess. But all the uh, all the assistant coaches were fired too. Those, Does he get those another gig? Wow. What's that, Mark? Does he get another gig after after that showing with the stars? Um, if he wants to, yes, I think. I think I think he left on his own accord, uh, a Honda accord. I feel like there are also a lot of team like young teams that need a coach right now. Like Detroit still doesn't have a coach. Yeah. Right. Um, I feel like there's just a lot of really good, like, young talent that's that's currently coachless. Yeah. So he is going to step. He stepped down. His contract basically wasn't renewed, so he's going to take a different, uh, different approach to the head coaching position. He talked to his wife Judy and go from there. Uh, assistant coaches John, John Stevens, Derek Laxtall, and Todd Nelson also will not be returning to the team. So it's going to be a whole new bench back there. For your Dallas Stars. Um, so, yeah. Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz watches on in Dallas. I love how Barry Trotz is quite literally linked to every coaching mm-hmm. uh, vacancy currently. I mean, who else is out there? Let's be real. Paul Maurice, maybe? Frank DeBurr. Oh, no, that's the guy that coached. He, he coached uh, IX. Yeah, yeah. No, you're thinking of Peter DeBauer. Peter DeBauer. <laughs> So, but Barry Trotz is the is the bee's knees for everybody. See how that goes for him. Uh, Calgary, the Flames have announced they are moving their AHL team from Stockton to Calgary. I thought they already had the Hitmen. What happened? They're a junior team, though. Oh, for some reason, the the Hitmen were AHL. My bad. No, 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 no. Uh, the Stockton Heat will be moving to Calgary to be the Calgary Heat. I'm sure that's what they're going to call it. <laughs> you can't call them the Calgary Flames. That'll get way too confusing for people up there. <laughs> the Calgary Heat. Yeah. Um. And that question begs, Mark, and and are, what does happen with the Hitmen? Because they oh, can't no. have fucking teams in that arena 
and still want to have concerts during the year. So they need a new arena. Well, there's that. Odds are the uh, the Hitman played a couple games at the Seven Nations Arena just outside of Calgary. Nice. Nice. Um, so we will see what comes of that. That's uh, actually their hold music, if you call thanks. them. Uh, I think uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I will have to uh, check this out now. Seven nations. So I guess they could play there and be like not far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, because it's on the the Sutina Reserve, um, right outside of Calgary. Um, sorry, the Seven Chiefs, not the Seven Nations. Oh, I got it. I got it confused. That's my fault, guys. That's not nearly as fun. No, 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 no. Um, named after uh, Chief Jim Starlight. Um, there you go. The Seven Nations. Uh, come on, give me a, give me a facility. Give me a facility of your arena. Give me give me give me the arena. Still on, bigger come. than the Arizona Coyotes. I, that's what see. That's what I was kind of looking at. Is if it was bigger, they do have a 254 meter indoor walk and run track. That's nice. All right, so it's a public yeah. library also. Yes, exactly. Trying to find the uh, the Zutina <laughs> Arena. That would have been terrible. <laughs> what happened? Beer over. Oh no! What are you doing? Uh, on your on your desk. Yeah, that would have been bad. You're right. Man, that would have been not so the great. The board is not thirsty. Mm-hmm. That's true. In this case, the keyboard. <laughs> Uh, come on, give me the uh, give me the side, give me the up two thousand in the oh, Crawford so it's, Arena. It's smaller than. That's kind of perfect though for the WHL. It is, yeah. So, got that going for him. By the looks of it, it's a nice rank. So they got like, it's it's almost okay. It's it's all right. There's two rinks. Got basketball. It's a good time. Everybody's having everybody's having a good time. So we will see what happens with the Hitman after that. Um Bret Hart might not be happy. But when is he ever happy? Let's be honest. He's kind of a I mean it's not like they're going to Montreal, so it's true. Uh hey, the double IHF world is going worlds are going on. Uh things are going great over there for sure. Um I don't know where they're at. I think they're they're in the semifinal. Okay. We're in the quarterfinals right now. We're in the knockout rounds. Uh, U.S. is facing Switzerland, Finland facing Slovakia, Canada, Sweden, Czechia, Germany, Germany in that one. Trying to find the uh, the uh, standings for this, because I think Italy and Great Britain played in this one. So I am uh, waiting to see what those results are. They had they did have a cool thing is that they had uh, they had their artwork is like 8 bit or 16 bit. Pretty fancy. Did pretty fancy work. Whoever did that, they should get a raise from the zero dollars <laughs> they were making. France was in this one apparently. Latvia, Kazakhstan, Denmark, Italia. We should we should we should play name that Italian hockey player. <laughs> uh yeah, Italy Italy went defeated this entire one, unfortunately. It's a shame. Went defeated. Yeah, they they did not win a game. They were relegated. 
They lost. Uh, they lost to Kazakhstan five two. Oh, brutal. Yeah. They uh, they lost to Slovakia three to one. They lost to Germany nine four. Uh, they lost to France two to one. Denmark two to one. They stayed in it most of these games. Yeah. Uh, lost to Canada six one, and then Switzerland uh five two. Switzerland's been really good in this tournament, right? Yeah, really have. Yeah. I am uh, very surprised, but not because Switzerland always seems to be good at the Worlds. And then when they're any other stage, they just shit her out. They're neutral. Yeah, Great Britain lost to uh, Czechia 5-1. to one. Norway 4-3 to three in a shootout. Um, Sweden 6 nothing, And the USA 3 to nothing, And then the Finland 6 to nothing. Wow. And then Latvia in the knockouts 4-3. to three. And then Austria in the knockouts again 5-3. to three. Then yet another knock. No, there's not. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see what what Italian hockey player are you? It's like a, it's like one of those Facebook things. Which Italian which which Italian footballer or hockey player am I? Also, by the way, the NHL doing a smart thing and announcing the awards during the first week of June rather than having a fucking ceremony because right. word shows are terrible. So what about Shaka Khan, though? The hell is Shaka Khan? Um, of course, you have uh, noted Italian hockey players: Marco Sana, uh-huh. Alex Patan, Simone Costner, uh, Dylan DiPerna, uh, Brandon McNally. Great Italian hockey player. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then we get to the really Italian: Luca Frigo, Diego Costner, uh, Gregory, uh, Gregorio Gios. Dante Hanun, that's I don't be right. Italy. That can't be. That's barely. That's barely in the Mediterranean. Daniel Frank, <laughs> uh, Andreas Bernard, uh, and uh, Justin Fazzo, as well as uh, Matthias uh, Mantinger. Matthias Mantinger. He must be from Northern Italy, like near yeah. Germany. Yes. Let's see, Matthias Mantinger. Sounds like a porn name. Yeah, Bolazano, Italian. He actually is Italian. Okay, good for him. <laughs> good for him. Brandon McNally, though, I don't think that guy. We'll is. find out where he is. Yeah, Brandon McNally, hockey. Where is he from? Oh yeah, no. You know what? Kitchener, I, Ontario. I, I, Nope, Saugus, Saugus, Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, yep, I knew it. I don't know. He plays in the he plays in the fucking he played uh, two seasons in uh, Italy's uh, uh, in Italy in the Italian league. Okay. And then it's played in Denmark, Switzerland, or Sweden, and then the EIHL, and then Australia. But he's got the Italian citizenship. Good I for mean, him, I guess. You might only have to play two years in the Italian league to get Italian citizenship. You might just have to play two games, in all <laughs> honesty. There's like a questionnaire after your first game. Do you want to be Italian? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Do you want to be an Italian heir? Oh, God. Teams. I want to see. Please tell me they give, give the hometowns of the Italian national team on this fucking roster chart. Yes. Nope, they don't. They just give the club teams. 
Peter Spornberger uh, mm-hmm. played for the Schwenager Wild Wings. You're just That's, making stuff up now. I wish I you know what? I, I hope I am. I hope if I click this is just the beer league team. Um because that would be the only thing that makes sense. Um nope, they are a German ice hockey team. The greatest success uh, of the association was reaching the playoff semifinal in the first Bundesliga in nineteen ninety. So there you go. The Wild Wings. Not sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings, which I think is a that's a travesty. Fucking disgrace. Huge mistake. Yeah. Big, big opportunity there. I don't know how many uh, Buffalo Wild Wings are in Germany. There needs to be more. <laughs> needs to be more. They might, more. they might be more like Berlin Wild Wings there. Yes. Um, Frankfurt Wild Wings. <laughs> Honestly, like half these. Marco Mangabosco? Come on, that's not a... An Italian name. Miles fiddling with his microphone. Yes, I am, Kent. Trying to figure out what he's doing with his world. That's Lauer's in the Lauer playing. Uh, where is that Italian hockey player from? Uh, <laughs> so I guess any place but Italy is the correct answer. Well, so everyone's far- favorite game. Yeah, it's everyone's favorite game show. Name that Italian national hockey player and where he's from. Uh, uh, so far, we've got one from literally uh, uh, Bolzano, Italia, and then one from Saugus, Massachusetts. Wow. So um, we're doing pretty good for ourselves. <laughs> and you think I'm going to actually bring the, the, the level of the competition up? Lyle, you can't do any worse than what we've been doing. <laughs> well, look, I suppose. <laughs> All right. How about this guy? This guy. Marco Jose Antonio Mangabosa Aguirre. Aguirre. Is he's this Italian. Italian national hockey player actually Italian? He's Italian. <laughs> Johnny's saying he's Italian. Mark? Uh, I'm going to go with Italian. All right. Lyle? I'm going to say he's not Italian. All right. Well, you would be the one that's wrong. <laughs> From Asiago, Italia, he's very cheesy. Uh. Yes, Cheeseland. Never, never, Can I just say that... that is that, that like the Green Bay of... Sorry. Go yeah. see, see, this is an unfair advantage because literally Johnny and Mark are the only Italians I know. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I love Italians. I got Italian sis- friends. My wife's, <laughs> my wife's sister-in-law is Italian. Does that count? I don't know her very well, but she's Italian. <laughs> uh... No, I can honestly say I, I can't sit down and say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know a lot of Italian, right. many Italian friends. <laughs> All two of my Italian friends. Dante Hanun. Dante Hanun. Is this, is this Italian national hockey player uh, actually Italian? Lyle? I'm going to say no. No? Mark? Yeah, I'm going no on this one. I think he's trying to f- trick us with the inflection. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm going no as well. That's great. Delta British Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> Delta British Columbia. So he's an Italian British Columbian. Exactly. Okay. Uh, By the way, and I'm I, I'm noticing a trend here. I'm the only one with hair on my on my head. <laughs> I'm going to have to shave my head next yeah. week. To, to fit or, in. Where, or get a bald cap. 
Yeah. Well, John, uh, ha- see, the trick is John has hair. He just yeah. chose to shave it off. Yeah. 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 See, every, like, I told Scotty earlier, every year or so, you just have to shave the head to make sure that the hairline's still there. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. You reach a certain age like I am, and, and I'm afraid to, to, to shave it like that because I'm afraid <laughs> right? it, it won't come back. Because <laughs> exactly. seriously, when I was when I was in the military, I used to I used to cut my hair almost that that short in the summertime just because it was cooler, you know, not cool as an A, cooler as in I'm not sweating balls. You all know? the kids did it. Yeah, yeah, all the kids did it. Yeah, all the all the kids wearing the same uniform as me. <laughs> you know, you know what's a, also a good game is is this British uh, uh, Great British player, uh, Great British. Okay. <laughs> that one's probably much harder. Yeah. That one would be much harder. Probably a little harder, but we'll go back to the Italian. Uh, Filippo Torniero. Filippo Torniero. Mark, is he Italian? Is he not Italian? I'll, I'm going to go yes on this one. Yes, Italian. Johnny. I'm going to say he's from Ohio. All right. <laughs> Lyle. <laughs> I don't Very know specific. where he's from, but I don't think he's from Italia, so no. Uh, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the French-speaking part of the Italian. <laughs> yes, exactly. There actually is a lot of Italians in, in Quebec, especially yeah. around Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, no, Montreal is a big... Uh... Montreal is a big melting pot. It yeah. is. You've got a large Jewish community there, a large Haitian community there, the Italian community, then and Irish. A lot of Irish there as well. Yes. Not yeah. on the Great Britain team. Uh, Dylan Di Paneri, Dylan Di Paneri, Johnny, Italian, Lyle. I'm gonna say Italian this time. Mark, I'm not. My kid's name is Dylan. He's definitely not Italian. Yeah, Mississauga. <laughs> <laughs> Try to throw you off with the little inflections there. That guy's name is Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Luca DePasco is more Italian than some of these. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. I'm sure he could play on that team if he wanted. He should. He's playing on every other team. Kid's a beast. I'd love him. Uh, oh, this one's this one could be a layup, boys. Well, uh... Peter Go Spornberger. <laughs> Peter Spornberger. <laughs> All right. Lyle? I'm going to say no on that one. Johnny? Northern Italian. <laughs> Mark? Nah. Uh-uh. Johnny's correct. Bolzano Italia. Oh! For Peter Spornberger. Yeah. That's where you get into that uh, melting pot of Italy where it's, there's a lot of German and a lot of uh, Swiss yeah. and Austrian yeah. in that same area. So Yeah, that's true. There you go. <laughs> um, wow, this, this goaltender... Uh, Davidi Fendani uh, uh, played one game, had a 13.6 goals against, and a 250 save percentage. Definitely wow. Italian. <laughs> uh, yes, he's from Milano. <laughs> Milano, Italia. Uh, let's go with uh, Great Britain now. Uh, Great Britain. Jackson Whistle. Jackson Whistle. Lyle? I'm going to say Great Britain. Yes. All right. Uh, Mark? No. Johnny? No. Kelowna, BC. Ah! 
on the BC for Jackson. <laughs> God damn it. Jackson whistle. Oh, I'm such a terror. Um, Ben like. Ben like. <laughs> What's sad is that like these people could be from anywhere, <laughs> like literally anywhere in the world. Yeah, Mark. Uh, yeah, you know I'm gonna say he is a local. Johnny. Um, no. Lyle. No. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, that that kind of gave it away. Uh, just a little bit, but <laughs> hey. has he changed people's tires? <laughs> Luke Ferreira. Luke Ferreira. Johnny. Sure. Lyle. Why not? Mark. No. Peterborough, Great Britain. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, For tricky. a second there, you said Peterborough. I was like, damn it, got it wrong again. <laughs> Ooh, yay. <laughs> Peterborough, Great Britain. <laughs> hey. All right. Now, for the final one for Is This Guy Great Britain? <laughs> Dallas Earnhardt. Oh, Dallas man. Earnhardt. Lyle's like a trick. Dallas Earnhardt. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna say no. That sounds a little too Americanized. All right. Mark. Yeah, not a chance. That guy's definitely from like Alabama. Johnny. He's from Stoke. <laughs> Stoke on Trent. He's from Calgary, but that is the Stoke of Canada. So <laughs> yes. that is the Stoke on Trent of Canada. Yes. <laughs> Newcastle upon Tyne. <laughs> all right lyle how have you enjoyed this second round of the playoffs um i love me the flames oilers uh the rest not so much yeah. kind of i don't know why um i can't get into the fly the the uh the rangers oh minus series i don't know why. no not no. at all i i don't know why i'm just not into that series that much um Panthers lightning what a huge disappointment that series was you know after well, it was built so well from last year yeah. well well yeah because last year it looked so so I would have preferred another slobber knocker like that one to to what this one was though man give it up to the lightning holy crap that was a <laughs> clinic of mm -hmm. defensive hockey an absolute clinic but oh, you know the Scotty sent me a trade the Panthers, the the pan. Oh, what? Hmm? It's our it's our tops card game. Oh yeah. Apparently, no, I haven't looked at it for like six hours. Yeah, you oh. haven't. I said that like this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was just. I, I think I saw a stat somewhere that said during the season the Panthers scored three point seven seven goals per game against the Lightning, and then they scored three goals in the entire four game yeah. series. Yeah, they just shut them down. Now, of course, Vasilevsky returning to Vasilevsky form. Mm -hmm. that, that, helped. Helped a, that helped a lot. But these guys were blocking shots like Meb, and they lead the playoffs by a wide margin. The, the stat number I saw, I think it was 180 block shots for the Lightning, and the second closest was at, a, I think it was Carolina at 162. Wow. You know, like just... I mean, everybody blocking shots. And you saw, like, Stamkos in game two had to come off the ice three times from blocking shots and then went back out there and did it again. 
you know, these guys. The Vetchkin kind of playoffs now where you see the multifaceted yeah. of, uh, of Steven Stamkos. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, of course, the first cup run, he was injured for mm-hmm. all but one game. A very memorable game, but all but one game. And last season, I mean, he was noticeable, but, you know, it was he was being overshadowed by other guys, by, you know, Kucherov and Braden Point and, of course, Vasilevsky and Hedman. But, yeah, Stammer has really stood out this this year as as a leader, especially. I mean, it it's like he's bought into, guys, we're going for a dynasty here. We're going to win three straight. We're going for it. Um, I'll tell you, uh, this that series against the Panthers gave me a much better appreciation of just how tough the Toronto Maple Leafs were. Mm-hmm. How much of a handful they actually were for the Lightning. Um, because, yeah, they they put up a much better fight than than the Panthers. It was just like the Panthers. I mean, no offense to Andrew Brunette. I know he's a Jack Adams finalist. And, yeah, he did a terrific job. <laughs> he did a terrific job. I heard that going a way different place. <laughs> I know. He did a <laughs> terrific too. job coming in in difficult circumstances the start of the year to take over as, as the head coach. And yeah, he was the Jack Adams finalist. The, the the Panthers had their best season ever, you know, under him. But it, he had no answers for the Lightning. None. I kept waiting to see what he was going to do, if there was going to be any change, any real lineup shakeup there at all. And apart from, okay, let's stick in Joe Thornton and Anton Lundell in the elimination game and see if that buys us some time. Uh, no. Nothing. By them time. Nothing. The only other thing I could say about that series is, you, you know, <laughs> Sergei Bobrovsky played very well. Mm-hmm. He he did. He played. He did everything he could to keep his team in it. It just Vasilevsky was better. Um, he remains the best goaltender, not just the NHL in the world. Period. He has been since since 2018-19. He's been the best goaltender in the world. Period. And he just he just flipped the switch. You know, the first five games against Toronto, he was okay, but he wasn't the normal standard. And then it was just like, oh shit, game six, face elimination. Boom. There he is. He's back, baby. And he's been back ever since. So that series, yeah. Um, big disappointment. Blues and Evs, um, it's been entertaining, but it's been um, yeah. Kind of, kind of nasty, kind of, kind of ugly. I never thought I'd see a series where where um, Nazem Kadri would be the sympathetic one, right? Yeah, you, you know, yeah. but justifiably the sympathetic <laughs> one. I mean, and he didn't he, do anything wrong to hurt Bennington in the first place either. No, no. I mean, for God's sake, somebody put up on on for Twitter. once. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I to. to Give the guy his due. I mean, he un- he's understood, you know, three straight playoffs, three straight suspensions. He's not helping his team. So, yeah, he's been playing playing tough physical hockey, but he's kept his head. He hasn't gone out and, and, and made any dirty plays or anything like that. He's been letting his scoring do the talking. But that whole thing with that incident with, with, with uh, Bennington, I mean, somebody on Twitter a few days ago put up a, a great overhead shot. That, you know, that diagrammed it to show that it was Callie Rosen who knocked, you know, Kadri into Bennington. You know, it wasn't, you know, Kadri driving the net and and running running over the goalie. I can understand Bennington being upset, 
you know, but um, then you turn around and you hear that all the just that racist bullshit that he's been exposed to by not all blues fans. Obviously not the majority of blues fans aren't like that, but from the half whip brigade that are, I mean, holy Jesus, you know. <laughs> they congratulations you did something i didn't think was possible you made people feel sorry justifiably sorry for nazim kadri congratulations but boy did he ever light him up in, you know in 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 game three i mean holy crap what a game he had you know like he rose to the occasion you know big time and um yeah you know the blues are in trouble now and if they don't rein their emotions in man they're going to be hitting the golf they're going to be hitting the links by the weekend if they're oh, not yeah. careful Definitely. I'm playing on Sunday. <laughs> well, they could be hitting their links tonight. <laughs> after get get a little top golf in after the game if they lose tonight. Mm. Um by the way, Johnny and, yeah. and Mark and Lyle, mm-hmm. in this gray flannel auctions, uh-huh. you can buy a Stanley Cup ring for the Washington Capitals with the presentation box. Oh, Currently there you go. Twenty five hundred dollars. That's not Is bad. that all? <laughs> That's actually not terrible. Yeah, is it the presentation box that lights up like the like the one the caps had where you open the top and it's all like lit and whatnot? Uh, it's lit. I believe so. <laughs> yes, it is because it does it's have fire. Everything. It's fire. So uh, I mean, that's not that's actually not terrible. Nope, because it's it's uh it's got the uh diamond the twenty seven diamonds in it. It's got the blue and red emeralds. It's got rubies. There you go. Sounds like you're, you sounds like you're describing a bowl of Lucky Charms, man. Ah, yellow hearts. Oh, green. Lucky Blue Charms. <laughs> Magically delicious. Yes. I was in Target earlier this week picking up some uh, drinks and stuff for the week, and they had the family size box of Lucky Charms, so I just bought one of those. For just <laughs> No milk or anything, just eating it square just, out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes not? that sugary dry cereal, I find that that's better as like just a crunchy go-to snack rather than, oh, I'm in the mood for something. Ah, yeah, sure, dry cereal, what the hell. Yeah. Dry cereal? Got to be sugary, though. I, I, I am nothing if not a dry cereal guy till I die. Hmm. Not a fan of milk in my cereal. Um, why Why would I soggy up something that's supposed to be crisp? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Although I did get really angry because I, I grabbed a handful today and not a single marshmallow, an entire, entire handful. I was wow. like, well, this is shit. Well, wow. you just got to go on Amazon and just buy that 10-pound bag of just marshmallows. <laughs> well, they had just the marshmallows right above the family box, but I kind of want the I want the grains. Sure, I get it. It it, kind of evens out. The uh, it's the healthy part of Lucky Charms. (laughs) Why did did they have? Did they just call it Oops All Marshmallows? Something like that. You know how the uh, Captain Crunch did the Oops All Berries? (laughs) Like Oops All Marshmallows. Oops All Sugar. (laughs) Just Oops All Frosting, and it's just a bag of frosted where they put on the frosted flakes. I was actually looking for golden grams, but apparently they don't make those anymore. What? Oh, those golden grams. They don't. I, I mean, I didn't find them at Target. Let's put it that way. Hang on. Uh, well, Lyle, you're in Canada. That doesn't count. There's like For some reason, I was in a golden grams. I was like, you know what? I'm going to look for golden grams. I haven't had those in 20 years. Guys, I'm a golden gram kind of guy right now. I'm cereal is still widely available in not, Europe, not in Glen Burnie, Canada, and the United States of America. Uh-huh. I can find a lot of stuff in Glen Burnie. Golden Graham's not one of them. Yeah, or, right. 
Sorry. You can find a gram, but you can't Sorry. find a gold. <laughs> Sorry, the Wikipedia never lies. So oh. oh, well, then I guess it's still out there. I guess it's, yeah. Just, Maybe I was yeah, just distracted I, yeah. by the no, lucky I, charms. I've got the, uh, I'm coming up with the Golden Grams retro recipe. Oh. And, oh, and here's another thing, too. So Target had, like, another thing. <laughs> Target had 35 different variations of Cheerios. What the okay, fuck? No, Cheerios is fucking going insane. How? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah what that, are that's adding nuts. to the Cheerios now? I thought they were supposed to be. There was a limited edition retro Cheerio box. They had they had a rainbow Cheerio with with Ellen on, and I thought that was a little too on the nose. <laughs> uh, so Seriously. honey nut Cheerios, multi grain Cheerios, regular Cheerios, apple cinnamon Cheerios, berry berry Cheerios. Cheerios, oat crunch, cinnamon, chocolate, peanut butter Cheerios. Okay, that's where they went off the rails right there. Uh, that is that is a dessert, not a breakfast. Cheerios, oat crunch, oat and honey. Uh, oat and honey. Oat and honey, hon. <laughs> Strawberry banana Cheerios. Got frosted Cheerios, cinnamon Cheerios. Got the big long bag of Cheerios with that little honeybee on there. Honeybee Diner down down to Glen Burnie. Go get yourself something at three in the morning after you get in this little drunk down to Frank's Den Air on. <laughs> I did not realize there were 35 variations. I didn't of know Cheerios that. Now. The, the first time my son ever talked back to me, he was 32. No, the first time my son ever talked <laughs> was back the last to time me. he talked back. Yeah, to me. <laughs> no, first, the first, honestly, God, the first time my son ever talked back to me, and it was hilarious because <laughs> he, he was like he was like eight or nine. He loved Honey Nut Cheerios back in the day. Loved. I mean, them. that was the shit. And oh yeah, absolutely, we enjoyed it too. But. For whatever reason, store there was a mix-up, and we we picked up regular Cheerios instead of Honey Nut. Brought them home, okay. Go over the cereal, set it down in the morning for breakfast. He looks at it, he goes, "I asked for Honey Nut." <laughs> like that. <laughs> I asked for Honey Nut. <laughs> I was like, "Honey, your nut's about to be in your throat in a second. I'm gonna pick them up there, you little shit. <laughs> How dare you?" Well, I'll go back to the story. Get some. <laughs> now I thought you it. Disposable but I didn't son of a bitch. I thought it, but I didn't say it. Because I was just, I was actually kind of flabbergasted. And so I, we, for weeks afterwards, me and Tina would tease him there. Here's your honey nut. <laughs> just the, the the inflection and the pronunciation, as if he to drive the point home. I mean, he was very proper about it as well. Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah. But just he was he was honestly very perturbed that we dared put regular Cheerios in front of him. And he That's was expecting up, honey nut. Yeah. You up. clearly have not met my son either. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a daily occurrence. <laughs> oh man. Maybe an F Bob dropped every once in a while as well. He's four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kids oh, yeah. are fun. Kids are fun. Yeah. They're entertaining as hell. Lyle, would you bid uh, a Would you bid up to a million dollars for Wayne Gretzky's series Stanley Cup clinching jersey? Oh, sure, absolutely. I mean, I've got that laying around in petty cash there, son. No problem. Absolutely. Me, of course, as as a well-known, well-paid billionaire hockey blogger, I absolutely would. That that's chump change for me. Of course, I would. What do you do? Is that with a B? Yes. Yes. Billion. Blogger, I mean. Yes. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, just again, it's like, yeah. How are you auctioning? How are you bidding a million dollars on something? And what are you gonna I, do? I know. I know. Right? Sit there. 
I know. It's like, oh, but Gretzky won the Stanley Cup in it. Oh, yeah, well, good for him. Yeah. That's that's nice. Mazel to him. Yeah, yeah. I spent a hundred dollars okay. for worse. True. Hey, you spent you spent a hundred over a hundred dollars to get yourself a nice Dominic Hashik jersey. I know because I was there and I talked you into it. So that's true. But I also got a ten percent off because I used my Discover card. That's right, you did. Yeah, it's a sponsor of the NHL. And I'm Discover. kicking myself that I didn't get that sweet, sweet minnesota north stars jersey that we saw i am still kicking myself <laughs> over that i told tina it was about it she's like you idiot why didn't you buy it <laughs> you idiot <laughs> she did she, she was like ah you idiot <laughs> that's funny uh well yeah that has a jersey is nice been together long enough yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> insults become pet names i'm i'm glad i'm glad that i spent the 50 dollars on the turd burger jersey for jen so <laughs> <laughs> Because not long after, I found the turd burger hat and just exquisite. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a set. Hey, I still. Hey, I'm 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 sincerely thinking of ordering uh, the uh, turd Ferguson uh, T-shirt from uh, Super Seventy Sports. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I still haven't gotten that Enrico Palazzo shirt. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to order that soon. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I man, as soon as I saw that, I immediately it's Enrico thought of Palazzo. You. <laughs> I immediately thought of you. It's like, yeah, doesn't Johnny love that? There we go. <laughs> Hey, that's Enrico Palazzo. Palazzo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, lovely bit. <sighs> yeah, uh, we, we did have something you wanted to talk to Lyle about, right, Scotty? The second half of Patreon. Oh yeah, no, we'll get. To that. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that in a minute. I want to talk about Mark Giordano first and the value mm-hmm. deal he's got with the Leafs now, and the effect that <clears throat> Joe Thornton, Jason Spezza, these kind of older guys have for this team and <laughs> and how they're able to still have some some value Giordano mm-hmm. ain't what he used to be obviously who still is still pretty damn good he's still pretty damn good for that team and coming in at value for this what does that mean about the I guess how special the rest of the team is because you hear all yeah. this stuff about Matthews and Marner and and the better like oh we're so close we're so close <laughs> the fuck you are but then you you look, you look at these guys leaving a little bit of money on the table just to stay with this squad. Well, in Giordano's case, he left a lot of money on the table. Yeah. A lot. Okay, yeah. 38 years old. Yes, yes, you can say. But listen, he's still a very effective top four defenseman. Okay. He could have, yeah, he wouldn't have gotten 6.75 mil, you know, if he'd hit the open market. He would have gotten 4.5 easily. Easily would have gotten that much if he'd hit the open market. And he took one look at the Leafs after playing with them and decided after a couple months, it was like, yeah, I think these guys can win. And remember, he doesn't have a Stanley Cup and he wants one. Now, yes, he's from Toronto, Toronto area. So, of course, hometown and all that. But 800K, I mean, oof, that's not going to sit well with some of his uh, buddies there in the NHLPA. Go, well, what are you doing? You're fucking it up for all of us. Mm-hmm. But... Now, listen, the Leafs have limited cap space. He wanted to stay and was willing to leave enough money on the table so to, you know, that they could perhaps, uh, you know, maybe go out and, and bring in another player or two to really uh, boost up the roster. So it says a lot if uh, Mark Giordano thinks that uh, this team uh, can be a cup contender uh, next season, the next two seasons. Jesus, not just not just next season, yep. the next two. So, um, yeah, you know. He was willing to take the bargain basement thing in order to stay in Toronto and win a cup. Mm-hmm. 
It, it's and, and you look at guys like Spezza who said, if you put me on waivers, I'll retire. Yeah, I get picked up by somebody else. I retire. But Spezza, listen, Spezza. Yes, he's yeah, his his career is winding down, but he's still very effective as a checking line guy, and still has decent hands. You put him in a position to score, you know, throw him out there on the power play. I mean, he can still he can still help get the job done. Um, I don't know if they bring him back next season or not. But uh, with Giordano, the thing is, is that yeah, he he can still play. He can still play very well. Um, I wouldn't want him to be my my top pairing left left side guy for an entire season, but he could fill that role if you're uh, if a guy like you know if uh, you know your top top guys like uh, Morgan Riley if he gets hurt, well you can throw him up in there and he can handle that job for a while, but he can definitely sit in there on the the uh, the second pairing. So and I think he was a big part of why the Leafs pushed the lightning as far as they did, to be quite honest, because he, he fit in very well with them. So, yeah, I think he can still be effective for him, at least for next season, you know, at least for next season. We will see how it all goes. Mm-hmm. Big fan of it. Let's let's make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> see if you can actually get out of the first round. My yeah. hope is no. Um <laughs> Less, less they're gonna have to at some point. Say that. At some point. At some point it has to end. Somebody made the, the comment to me today. It's I said, Oh, you know, the, the Panthers are gonna build on uh, this season's success. And one of my readers replied back and said, Yeah, yes, they're primed to be the next Leafs, and I couldn't resist. I said, No, the Panthers <laughs> actually know how to win a playoff series. Oh, oh. ta-da. Oh, come on, guys. I it, mean, the joke's right. You're going to throw that fat, lazy pitch over the strike zone. <laughs> took them 26 years, but they did it. Ooh. <laughs> they still did it. Yeah, but they it, did it. There's still it, one up on the lease. Eh, not since 2004. They're dead even. Dead even after one hole. Okay, then I'll it's tell you one thing, that, I'll tell you one thing that, the Panther, that the Panthers have that the Leafs don't have, and that's a President's Trophy. <laughs> that doesn't mean fuck all. Are you kidding me? True, true. Jesus Christ, Lyle. Yeah. I got an employee a month award from United Artists Theaters. Do you think I get <laughs> about that? No. That is like, what is it? Since only two, was it only two? Did you get free teams? movies though with that? Yeah. 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 I, I got free movies with that. I, I, yeah. think, I think it was it I saw since, since the, uh, the salary cap era started, only two teams that won the President's Trophy went to the Stanley Cup final. One of them was uh, Detroit Red Wings. Yep, Chicago in 2013. In Chicago in 2013. That's right. We did a bit about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 We yeah. rehashed that. And then the NHL did it. And people were like, oh my God. It's like, well, listen to our podcast, you fucks. Yeah. God. Listen, the ha ha fuck yous aren't just there for shits and giggles. It's educational. It's there to too. piss Sean O'Connor off. That That's too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, great. Cares. Why are you doing this bit, Scotty? <laughs> great bit. Great. Yeah. I coach a team in Essex. Right, we get it. <laughs> Fucking Juco ball, buddy. I appreciate you. Oh, oh zing. But well, I'm happy. Face. Yeah. Speaking of the Panthers, Lyle, are these just the Washington Capitals from the 20, the late, uh, late aughts, early tens? <laughs> uh, with the right coach? No. Ooh. Do Uh-oh. I hear a Barry Trotz vibe? Is that... <coughs> Back oh, off! No. That's Barry Trotz's music! Barry like Trotz is the God. bell of the ball, man. Oh, man. Yep. <laughs> you know, and that's 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 what I have to wonder. I mean, yeah, okay, Andrew Burnett, yeah, he's nominated, if you know, finalist for the, the Jack Adams Award. He might even win the goddamn thing, for all we know. I don't know how, I don't know how they voted on the damn thing. 
But oh man, Barry Trotz in there. I oh wow. Mm. I, I think you would see that team play a lot more responsible. I think that you would see that that would be a team that would have an answer to uh, an opponent's stifling defense like the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Mm. Be interested to see. Is that the last uh, the last series the Lightning lost was to the Capitals when the Caps won the Stanley Cup? Uh, no, no, Columbus Blue Columbus Jackets. Oh, uh, the year they after. Get, they get swept That's in 2019. Right. Yep. When they got out to like a five nothing lead and roll, like Tampa in three, and then Tampa comes back and wins that game. <laughs> um, it was a good time. Let's but uh, well, remember, it wasn't all that long ago that uh, you know everybody was ragging on Tampa Bay for not being able to uh, to win. You know, yeah. oh yeah, sure, yeah, they went to Stanley Cup final in 2015. Oh yeah, sure, they went to two conference finals after that, and then they choke. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah, sure. They they tied the record for most wins in a single season, won the president trophy, and then they get swept by one of the by one of the lowest teams in the league in the first round. Wahaha. It's like, well, sometimes teams need to learn how to win. They have to you got to go to hell before you get to heaven, That's as right. Steve Miller once sang. Hey, your Washington Capitals did for years. You gotta know <laughs> when to hold them sometimes for yeah. long enough. Yeah. That's you right. Know when to fold them. No one to walk away. And no one to throw a two uh two straight <laughs> curveball. Not that <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Uh, yep. Yeah, what do you do to an elephant with three balls? Never mind. You walk the curve, him and pitch Ricky, to the rhino. Give him the heater. <laughs> uh, anyway. Good times. So uh Panthers are just the capitals confirmed. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, we were talking earlier about the idea. <clears throat> Steve, we've talked we've touched on that topic now. Let's go to another series. Um man, Connor McDavid's really hitting another uh, another level. Woof. Like in beyond. And you know what? Mm. Evander Kane already uh already leading uh, almost to uh 15 goals in not even two rounds. Yep. He's the leading McDavid he's leading right. all goal scorers. Um, Leon Dreisaitl set an NHL record for the most consecutive games with three or more assists. Wow. That is really specific. Which is four. (laughs) Well, the reason why they bring that up is because not even Wayne Gretzky in his 80s heyday, which surprised me. It actually surprised me. That sent me onto hockey reference to go, wait a minute, that can't be right. Leon Dreisaitl, the Gretzky never did it. Get the fuck out of here. And then you go, God damn, Gretzky never did it. <laughs> he had a number of, of games in the playoffs with three three or more assists, but they weren't points. consecutive. Oh. Yeah, they mm-hmm. weren't consecutive. So it's just like, well, I'll be damned. I'm I'm surprised though at just how that that line, well, just just the Oilers' top three players are just shredding Calgary's defense. This is one of the best defensive teams in the league. You know, Markstrom is a Vezina Trophy finalist, and they are just lighting him up like a friggin' Christmas tree. Though, oh man, though that that first goal last night was just lame. Oh my God, what a lame giveaway! Holy shit, that was bad. That's mm-hmm. how you know. That's where you know your goalie's rattled big time when when he, he does that. Oh man! But well, I mean, it the, could have been the. Uh, wasn't there another goal last night that got shot in from the parking lot? 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that, that was, was against Mike Smith. Mike Smith. <laughs> yeah, it was Rasmus <laughs> Anderson. Anderson from downtown. Yes. <laughs> and didn't Mike Smith also say, "I never saw the puck." Yeah. Well, the Which best I, part, yeah, my totally. favorite part was his reaction to it. Yeah, Mike like, Smith it was, was like, like blaming, blaming the, the four checkers like they were supposed to do something about it when he <laughs> saw the puck from three fourths away down the ice. <laughs> he honestly, as they said, they, he didn't see it until it was going past him, and, and that's that was the whole. <laughs> and I and I completely agree yeah. because they're wearing those super dark navy uniforms. Oh, those uniforms are fucking horrible when everyone else in the arena is wearing fucking orange yeah yeah in anticipation oh we're gonna wear orange it's yeah it'd be great it's an orange orange crush playoffs yes. now nah, we're going with this navy blue shit yeah forget the copper and blue all blue baby all blue everything let's go yes which was absolutely fucking. so ridiculous. does that <clears throat> you know they never wear third jerseys in the playoffs at least not that i've seen or remember is that like a traditionalist thing, or is that do they have to file jerseys that they're going to wear in the playoffs I with the have league? No they have idea. to have us. They have to have a set home and set away yeah. jersey. And they decided, oh well, we'll go with. Well, hey, if if they're not going to change them now because it's bringing them good luck, they're on the verge of of going to the Western Conference Final. Mm-hmm. I mean, holy shit! But I honestly thought we were going to see a much better that there was going to be a. a tighter checking game that you know the, the flames were going to be very difficult to score against i mean you look at that series against dallas you know i mm-hmm. mean it was such a a, a a low scoring tight checking series and they get into this one against the oilers and they they don't have any answer i mean the only reason why you know the flames won game one was because mike smith just absolutely shit the bed in that game you know he was absolutely terrible and then he turns around and comes back and he's not terrible you know he's not great but he's not terrible and that's all he needs to be because he's basically we- trent dilfer in the yeah. 2000 uh super bowl for the uh, ravens <laughs> like just don't lose the game for it yeah. yeah exactly just good enough to get by. yeah but i mean holy crap it's just yeah it and it's been made for very entertaining hockey though the flames uh they got caught out though uh Video was discovered of them, uh, three of them taking uh, taking some wax at Leon Dreisaitl's rumored uh, injured ankle. Good. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> made it. Yeah, good. It made it to the league headquarters, and now you notice in Game Four, uh, uh, nobody was whacking at his ankle anymore because the word came down: do it again, and Pussy you're going to ass sport, Lyle. You're absolutely right. Tired <laughs> of this bullshit. Of oh, we can't whack the bone when we have guys <laughs> hit the fucking bone. It's the play playoff hockey. Boy. The bone. The bone. <laughs> Honestly, Lucci should have hit him a lot harder. Um, <laughs> knock some sense into Mike Smith. A mm. uh, lot of goalies getting run, Lyle. A lot of goalies getting Oof. touched. Oof. In, inciden- either incidentally or or accidentally on purpose. Well, like I said, the you know, the, the Kadri incident that was definitely an oh, accident. Exactly. He didn't he didn't run. Him. And again, but, I cite this: Why, as the defenseman, are you pushing your fu- uh, fucking opponent? That fully? we are seeing a lot of, Scotty. We're yeah, seeing a lot of that shit. If I was a goalie and my freaking defenseman knocked it forward, and I I'd be freaking taking the paddle to my defenseman, going, "The yeah. fuck are you doing? You yeah. trying to kill me, you asshole?" Jesus, like, what are you doing, man? That that's your goalie. You're wiping out your goalie for God's sake. My quarterback, man. <laughs> my quarterback. My teammate. <laughs> <laughs> my teammate. 
There, you made me cry again, you bastard. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, no, that, that, that's been happening a lot. And mm. I don't know what the thing, what's the thought process? What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal <laughs> with these defensemen wiping out their own goalies with opposing forward? Kramer, Kramer, what's the deal? <laughs> it's just, it's that, and that's become a fairly recent sort of thing. You know, it, in 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 the last several years, the, the you've seen these incidents where it's, you know a defenseman trying to you know check the forward and winds up knocking him into his goalie. But in in these instances, it's getting worse. It's not just oh so oh sorry, dude, I bumped him in here, knocked him in. Oh sorry, no, it's like you drive him for the net, and it's like fuck you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. speed. Up, Maybe they didn't have good physics <laughs> teachers that taught them you know, collisions and such. Mm. Well, it, it, I, I seem to remember within the last decade, those calls used to be like 50-50. It, they, they would sometimes get goalie interference penalties called in, in situations like that. Where the or sometimes it would just yeah. go uncalled and the goalie would be cleared out of the crease. Game seven against the Flyers in 2009. Yeah, Mike Knubel cleared oh. out Halak. We, I can't remember who he checked into Halak, but Knubel ran through one of the Caps defensemen and it didn't get called. Now, I know that's a different situation. It's the other team hitting the defenseman into the goalie, but still, like sometimes you get that call. And I'm not saying the defenders are doing that on purpose, but... You know, if the goalie's prepared for it, sometimes maybe you have that conversation. Yeah, I'm going to check him into you and see if we can get a call. <laughs> I mean, I did kind of see one in the Lightning uh, game on Monday night, I think it was, where the um, Lightning attacker was trying to use the NHL 94 move where you come down the circles and cut across the front yes. of the goal. Yeah. And the defenseman kind of cut off where he was going to go, and the guy skated right into the goalie. It was like, I know where to go. <laughs> Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, but that was an interference. They got a goalie interference penalty out of that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did it right. Mm. Oh boy, well, what are we doing with off-season teams? What's happening with them? What are we? What's what's a bug in it? I think the Bruins we mentioned last week have a little bit of some stuff unraveling here. Butch Cassidy not given a vote of confidence. The uh, they're going to wait and see on that. Mm. See if Barry Trotz will take their phone calls, I'm sure. I'm sure. Or John Tortorella. Yeah, but what does this mean for the... Uh, what What does Don Sweeney have to do to save his bacon? Uh, and and what, what is Butch Cassidy... How long does Butch Cassidy have to wait to see if he's <laughs> here, there, or anywhere? Well, that's going to depend... Uh, the, on the latter question, it's going to depend on where Barry Trotz signs, I guess, and John Tortorella. Um, in, in the case of Don Sweeney, first thing he's got to do is he drives to Patrice Bergeron's house and begs him, begs him not to retire this year. Patrice, give me just one more season. You've got to buy me time, dude, so I can find your replacement. Please don't retire. Please. <laughs> you know, we'll pay for all your babysitting. Please don't retire. <laughs> um, you know, and then secondly, uh, you you better go out. And, yeah, go out. If you can convince Bergeron not to retire, go out and find his fucking replacement now. Because uh, if he retires, they are screwed. Mm-hmm. Big time screwed. Because they never found a replacement for Krejci. 
you know, when when he uh, when he decided I'm done, you know, I want to finish my career over in the Czech Republic. And there are still Bruins fans hoping, hoping he'll come back. Oh, look, did you see Pasternak went over after the series was eliminated and went to play for Czech team and he reunited with, with Krejci and look at him. They're lighting it up. Oh, it's the chemistry. Come on, Pastor, talk him into coming back. You guys are pathetic. He's not coming back. Okay, he he he's he's not coming back, and Charlie Coyle is not a second line center. He's certainly not a first line center. He's comfortable on the third line. Eric Halla, if you hear me, again, you know, he's basically a third line guy. They've employed him as a second line oh. center, um, and it kind of worked okay in some games, and then against the Hurricanes, not at all. Do they so, need a mojo? Yeah, can we give him a hand? Again? He can play center. Yeah, let's let's resurrect. Didn't they try that once? He's yes. been on so many teams since he left the Cavs. He was I, definitely on the Bruins before. He, he, he a modern age Dimitri Christich, but much less valuable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's and and it, you know, I really don't think they're going to be able to find that center in free agency because it would just cost way too much. So that means you're going to have to see if you can either use Jake DeBrusque or Brandon Carlo. As trade bait, you see Jake if you can at least the guy bring who doesn't in, want to be there. See if you can at least bring in a second line center. Maybe you package those two together and you might get a first line center. I don't think so. That's kind of asking. That's that, that, that's fantasy hockey territory now. <laughs> but you know, yeah, maybe Jake DeBrusque will get you, Jake DeBrusque could get you a second line center. I, sure. we, we could, we could. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, with uh, Tommy Wilson, how you fill that void for the first couple of months? Oh boy! Happy yeah, that was. We knew that we knew that it was a knee injury. And it was going to be requiring surgery, but uh, yeah, that that's that's pretty pretty serious. So yeah, well, I, I think they probably just ride it out until he comes back. He's, you're talking what end of November, early December? Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Kind of December, I would think January, like July. or July, January, <laughs> July, <wow. laughs> couple yeah. months, you know, a couple of months. Well, if the season starts in, in October, then you're talking mid mid December. Um, I think you got to kind of ride that out because you still need to dress your goaltending. That's still your priority. You've got to sort that out. So, yeah, yeah. just kind of grit your teeth and, and, and get by. The, tell you what, hey man, the, the the bigger issue here for me, and no offense to Tom Wilson, but what about Backstrom? That that hip injury again, the flare up with that. Yeah, you know that's uh, going to be. I I think that that one's. Uh, you almost have to say that's a that's a career ender, baby. A, well, yeah, that's when he had surgery on what what in 2015, and I mean, I let Jesus, he he gutted out the season on that, and he played well. Yeah, I, I mean, okay, he wasn't Backstrom of the past, but still, I mean, he was what point per game in the in that series against the Hurricanes. He played mm-hmm. well, um, but yeah, the guy was in pain the whole damn time. So yeah, they say they're going to try some different stuff in the off season, see what happens. If he winds up saying that's it, I can't do this, I can't face another season of pain, then now your priorities have really, really shifted. You know, um. Hey, you can throw him on LTIR though, and maybe uh, maybe go out and and get a second line center that way. Open up at open up nine point two million. Mm-hmm. So that would take care of your goalie issue. Yeah, 
And yeah, it went from uh, second line hey, center. let's get rid of Kuznetsov as quickly as possible to please don't go back to Russia. <laughs> well, I mean, look at how ba- how much he bounced back this season. Like Big Kuznetsov time. had a huge season this year after the whole per- year previous to try <laughs> well, him down. Yeah. yeah, hangover. Yeah, yeah. The, the two years previously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's back. He's he's yeah. He's back. He's clean. He's he's playing good. And so yeah. He's here for three years, so you got that going for him. Yeah. Well, at least you got a first line center. You know, you don't have to worry about that. But yeah, I'd I'd be worried. Lars Eller is not top six. Pardon me. Lars Eller is not a second line center that we deserve, and the NHL thrives to be like. (laughs) I think he could fill the void if you if 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 Backstrom decides to, uh, you know, to retire at least for a year. Yeah. He could fill the void for a year. Yeah, sure. But still, you're talking 9.2 million freed up if he goes on LTIR. Fuck that. Go out and get yourself a, a second line center. Because God knows the goalie market's fucked. So, <sighs> boy, howdy, Jesus! Like that's the thing. You know, the uh, there's there's a bunch of teams, not just the Capitals, that need goaltending. But man, there's not that not going to be that many options in free agency. There really isn't. I mean, Jack Campbell is not leaving Toronto. That no. that's not happening. Darcy Kemper, I think, is going to be staying with the Abs. They can't afford to 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 let him go. <clears throat> uh, after that, there's there's not really a hell of a whole lot left. And so you go, well, let's look at the trade market. It's like, yeah, let's look at the trade market. What's there? Well, Yorgiev. Um, but they're going to want a, a return back. But I don't think mm, the cat. They don't have that much. Are they yeah. at the cap? I think. Pardon me. The Rangers at the close to the cap? Not that close. No, they aren't. I don't think they're, I don't think they're that close. Room. Mm. Mm. Not, that. not that bad not yet not that bad no exactly yet. yet being the key term yet being the key term there um but yeah there really isn't there really isn't that many options i was <laughs> i was hearing uh you know because i i was bored and i had nothing else better to do uh, and there were no better podcasts that, that i listened to that that had put out any decent updates so i listened to 32 thoughts of the podcast the other day and um, Elliot Friedman was saying he thought that uh, the, the Panthers tried really hard to move uh, Sergei Bobrovsky <laughs> during the season. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they did. And everybody has looked at that $10, $10 million cap hit and just like, yeah, good luck with that. You know, unless you're willing to eat half of that, don't even talk to us. So, so here, here are some prominent UFAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, nope. Not uh, coming to Washington, nope. Not happening. Uh, Nico Koskinen. Forget it. Is, he's I'm going like, to actually. He's going to Switzerland, I believe it is. Switzerland yeah. or, or back to Sweden? Switzerland uh, or Sweden? He's been he's been tied to to one Italian of those national team. He's yeah. been tied. He's been tied to one of those uh, uh, um, European countries? countries beginning with S. That's not Spain. Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, the Spanish. Slovakia. <laughs> uh, Darcy Kemper. I think. Again, I think he stays. I think he stays with the uh, with the abs. Thomas Greich. Nope, he's a backup only, not a starter. Uh, uh, Gorgiev, who's an RFA. Uh, Samsonov is an RFA. Martin Jones. Mm, definitely not. Yeah. Backup material only. Ah, uh, bring him back, Braden Holpe. Mm. No. Mm. No. Casey DeSmith. No. <laughs> no. 
David Riddich. No. Are there any are there any RFA ones that you could offer sheet? <sighs> nope. Oh boy. How are there no goalies? Oh, you know what? You can you can offer sheet Ottinger. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck prying him away from the Dallas Stars. Holy <laughs> crap. No way. The uh, RFA goaltenders that are worth anything. Yeah. Gorgiev, Samsonov, yep. Yep. Um, Ottinger. Mm-hmm. Ottinger being the prize, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, depending on how you feel about Caden Primo. Uh, uh, you feel that he's not NHL ready yet. That's yep, how you feel. Exactly. And that's it. Yeah. That is Kev- uh, Kevin Lankinen's a freaking UFA, but he's no worth. He's not worth that. No. money. Again, no. stay with what you got. You know, I, I yeah, it, it Go pretty back much. Go linen. You can offer sheet him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Go <laughs> ahead. Yeah. It's, it depends. He's not a, a, a 10-2C, is he? No, he's a, a straight-up RF. straight-up RF. Oh, okay, then. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So there's not, it is there, slim. So who do you go to in the trade market then? There's Nobody. not a lot. I mean, yeah, because let's face it, the Nobody Panthers aren't trading Spencer Knight. If if, no. if there's any goaltender on the Panthers that other teams would line up to get, it would be Spencer Knight. They're not going for Bobrovsky in that ridiculous contract. <clears throat> the Dale Talon gift that keeps on giving. Um, yeah, I, like I sit there, I'm like, okay, um, Jonathan Quick. You could think, well, maybe Jonathan Quick, because Cal Peterson, he's, you know, he's he's their, you know, goalie of the future today, I guess. But, you know, Jonathan, tomorrow, today, today. But Jonathan Quick had a really good season and he played every game in that series against uh, the Edmonton Oilers and played well. But honestly, I don't see Rob Blake cutting him loose. He hung on. He didn't try to move Dustin Brown when he was in his final season. He kept him. You know, Jonathan Quick is coming up to his final season. He meant so much to those Kings teams that won the Stanley Cup. I will be very surprised if he trades because he doesn't have he lacks no trade protection. So they can trade him anywhere at any time. But I I don't think they'll do it. You know, I don't think they will. So who else? What what other teams would have depth depth in depth? In goaltending, death in goaltending. That's what it is, death right now. Yeah, not, there's not many teams out there. No, there isn't. The, the goalie well has dried up. Yep. yep. So I would not be surprised if you see the, the tandem of Samsonov and Vanacek back for another go-around. Fucking let's just make it hurt more. Hooray! They won their Stanley Cup. It's fine now. There you go. Hooray! Just, we can just leave it be. Well, Maybe maybe Jake Allen. Maybe, maybe Jake Allen's available, but maybe. he's not a starter. Jake Allen is is a, is a backup. I did see something that said that if um, who was it? Uh, uh, Campbell doesn't sign in Toronto, that Toronto is going to go after uh, John Gibson. Well, they can try. Yeah. Um, <laughs> problem is, uh, does John Gibson want to go to Toronto? I mean, I didn't see that. All I saw was yeah. the article. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen, you can sure they could try. They could go after. And, you know, listen, John Gibson could be available this summer because Pat Verbeek has made it very clear he is rebuilding that team around his young players. John Gibson is what in his fourth or fourth season 
Fifth or fifth, yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's got another two or three years left on that contract. And he's 28 going on 29, I think. And it's, you know, when he signed that contract, you know, the Ducks were a perennial playoff contender. And now they haven't been and won't be again for another little while. So if he's not on board with the rebuild, then okay, he you know um, Pat Verbeek will try to move him. Problem is, he I think he's got uh, was it is it ten team no trade? Yes. Yeah. Now they're still a market, but still that's not easy to move. Plus, it's what six point four mil a season. Yes. Fuck, I'm doing good. <laughs> uh, Except for how long he's been with this team? Eight years. Yeah. That's long, insanity. Long time. Well, he was again, he was with them back when the Ducks were, as I said, they were not just a perennial playoff contender. They were a team that would regularly, you know, not only make the playoffs, but could could get to the East to the Western Conference final. So yeah, they were a very good team back when he joined them and when he signed that contract. Uh he could be available. And I'll tell you, if he becomes available, oh, here comes the bidding war. You know? Yeah. Because I do I think the Capitals could be on on that? Yeah, I I I think GMBM will do at least do due diligence. Yeah, um, yeah, Leafs could be in on it if uh, if Campbell doesn't resign. But Campbell's resigning. That's not that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, there'll be a lot of teams that'll be in on John Gibson. So how something you, to think about if he becomes available. How do you think Cam Talbot feels right now? <sighs> Probably unappreciated. Yeah, I'd say. Got but he's, ha- he's he's handling it well. Yeah. He's handling it well. There was there was when they got eliminated from the you know and from the first round, like the the instant speculation that came out of out of Minnesota was the first thing that Bill Guerin must do is is repair the relationship with Cam Talbot because they played Mark Andre Fleury for every game except the last one, and you know how how dare he uh, disrespect Cam Talbot? And Cam Talbot was asked about you know that, and he's like, No, I'm good. No, I definitely want to be back here next year, you know. But, yeah, I, I don't know. He probably may be feeling a little disrespected. But, hey, maybe that'll light a fire under his ass for next season, too. And you got to figure with a kid like Jesper Wellstead coming up, mm-hmm. you, know, you want to make sure that he's uh, mentored well. He's a first-round draft pick yeah. In, yeah. in a draft that no one thought a goalie would go in the first round. <laughs> um, but, alas, here we went. So. Mm-hmm. But mind you, though, too, I mean, you know, will that work this time? Because they tried that as well, if you recall, with uh, with uh, Capo Kakonen. And that didn't work out. And they shipped him to San Jose. And lo and behold, he turned into the goaltender that he was supposed to be with the Wild. He played very well San Jose. So maybe that was just a case of uh, just not a good fit. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe he didn't get good tutoring from Cam Talbot. Maybe. Could very well be. Maybe the Caps can just rearrange some uh, chairs on the Titanic and figure out uh, who they who the Flyers need to get Carter Hart. Right. (laughs) But let's be honest here. No goalie is going to be able to create assists for Ovechkin. So who really cares? I don't care who's in goal. (laughs) Yeah. I need guys that can pass the puck to Ovechkin. Let's be honest. Just Durkin? Let's be honest. (laughs) You guys, you guys are in the. The downside now of the Ovechkin era, you won your cup. That was that was the mountaintop. Now it's all about watching Ovi break Gretzky's goal scoring record. I think Mark said that, right? What it's like, all yeah. about now. That's what it's that all is about. Our, that is our cup now. That That yeah. is the goal. It is I want another 50 goal season next year. 
Actually, I want to see that too. I want to see him break that record. I want to see him break the record. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm I want. I want to see some heads explode among the Ovi haters too. When he does it, because they will. Yeah. They'll. Some of them will just lose their shit. So, yeah. Uh, anything else, Lyle? We may have missed. No, out? no. I, I think we we covered all the bases. Let's get to some. Let's get to some NHL '94 goodness. Yeah. Uh oh. Here we go. Love this stuff. They've redone their website. Oh my Ooh. god. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Why would an they NHL put, '94 retro site need put, to redo? They put their player pictures and all of their attributes on there. Well, wow. they don't have ActiveX or Flash anymore, Mark. So they had to but take that. The thing that is, is that in NHL '94, you it, if you were in the starting lineup, you had your profile picture. If you weren't in the starting lineup, you had a generic photo of a hockey player from afar. Uh-huh. Okay. So it, when you look at the Anaheim Ducks, since they didn't have anything in Ducks gear, they were all generic players. Um, and they also played on the other teams. El Generico. El Generico. Well, Reba. Uh, Ole, actually. All right. Here we go. We're going to go. You know what? Uh, Johnny Piketty. Um, the Quebec Nordique. Quebec, Nordique, Sesqua. Let's go with, here we go, Claude Lapointe. He was a forward. He wore jersey 47. He was uh, 180 pounds. His agility was a 54. His defensive awareness a 72. So go ahead and, Lyle, what was Claude Lapointe's overall score? 62. 62. Mark. 40. 40, Johnny. God. <laughs> uh, 57. Johnny close is 56. Oh. 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 Uh, Mark Piketty. Uh, Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets. We're doing all dead teams all the time. <laughs> all dead teams all the time. Uh, how about this guy, Keith Kachuk? Oh, left-handed shot, two hundred and twelve pounds. Obviously, <laughs> only one foot on the fucking scale. <laughs> Had a seventy-two shot power and puck control, but forty-three in speed, which is about right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. what was his? What was he his? Was, he, mark? he was built for the dead pucks era, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he was. Built for fucking old country buffet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was built for demolishing donuts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought it was wings. Wasn't Keith Chuck? It was, it was oh, wings. Yeah, no, it was, it was ribs. It was ribs. ribs. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Mark, what was his overall? I'm going to go 71. Johnny? Oh. Um, I gave Keith Kachuk a 67. Lyle. 75. Johnny closest, but not by a lot or not by, you know, a small margin. 55. Wow. <laughs> wow. We, well, we, that was early in his career, though. Yeah, sure was, buddy. Uh, now, Lyle, pick a team. Well, keep it on the continuous theme. Uh, how about the Hartford Whalers? Our dead team, dead team. Brass Bonanza, baby. Let's go with Mark's favorite player, uh, Andrew Castles. War number 21 was a lefty at 196. 
72, both offensive and defensive awareness. But, Johnny, the question is, what was his overall? Um, Andrew Castles. He um, was not Jeff Sanderson. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Castles. Uh, he'll get a, a 61. Lyle. Uh, I'm going to go 54. Mark? Um, 59. Johnny's close is 65. Wow. Yeah. Johnny's just crushing it tonight. Crushing it. And uh, I'm just good at random numbers. <laughs> yeah, right. <You're> just, <laughs> like I had a streak like that too a few months ago, if I recall. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll pop up this last one here. Another dead team, the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> Senators. Wait, they're not dead yet. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, sick. We're going to go with a guy who's not walking through that door, Bob Kudelski. Uh He is not walking <laughs> through that door. Uh, 26, number 26 in the scorebook, number one in your hearts. Yeah. Right-handed shot, 212. Uh, had a 72 shot accuracy. Oh, but 54 puck uh, shot power. So, you know, how many puck touches, though? Uh, I don't know. Over 60. That's the problem. <laughs> that's uh, the point. No, that's where you're telling me to get the fuck out of here with my stupid fancy stats. Here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Touches over five minute periods in NHL 94 would be amazing. I was going <laughs> to say, like, this is this is chip uh, chip tune at this point. Like, they barely were able to get the. Uh, the brass bonanza onto the disc. Yeah, that's true. Onto the cartridge. Yeah. Uh, but Lyle, what was Bob Kadelski's overall rating? Oh, uh, lordy. Hmm. 48. 48 to Mark. 57. 57 to Johnny. <laughs> I just wanted to give him a 39. 39 to, to, to Mark's wins. 60. Oh, wow. He was 54 across the board in agility, speed, offensive and defensive awareness, shot power, but the shot accuracy bumped him up six extra points. Put him over the edge. Put him over the top. No idea. All right. Well, Lyle's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. As always. Hey, maybe next week I can go up against inanimate objects again because the way these series are going, I just might be. Next week is the first day of June. Ooh. Where is the time going? The first Ooh. day of June. Wow. That means I have to pack a bag. Yes. <laughs> Gotta get ready, buddy. Wow. Where are you off to? Uh, I have to go to work for a week. <clears throat> so oh, you actually have to go to your so work. You to to work. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, they're, they're flying me to California for the week so that I can uh, be in the office. And then I'll, I'll be home. They're going to have Pam there and Stan. Stan. Oh, yeah. Hey, maybe you'll be there in time for... Uh... Oh, what the fuck was that? Never mind. Mardi Gras? No, no, the the uh, pretzels. Pretzel day. Maybe you'll be there in time for pretzel hey, day. The Anaheim Angels. <laughs> can watch uh, I can watch Shatani. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hopefully he's pitching. <laughs> what did you what did you call him? Shatani? <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Ot- Otani. Is Otani. His last name. I always call him Shotani. I think Shotani. Because he's Sh- Shotani. Shohai, I believe, is his first name. Shohai Otani. Shotani. Oh, I always sh- see it. It's, it's S-O-S period Shitani. Otani. Because it's Shotani. You just merged them together. Shotani. When Otani is What is Sean O'Connor going to call say. him from now on? Uh, <laughs> he's no Barry Bonds, I'll tell you that much. No, nah, no. Nah, Who is, though? Because Barry Bonds couldn't pitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who can did, get that? Did much we ever balance? get a chance to see it though? Maybe he could, and we just never knew. Yeah. Just, just imagine if the Universal DH was around when Barry Bonds was. How many more dingers he'd hit? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, if he just signed with an American League team. Right? <laughs> yeah. Could've done I mean, that. Harold Baines made a living out of it. <laughs> and he's Her. no Harold Baines. Who is? No, no one is. <laughs> Harold Baines is it to meet you, Christian, your baseball. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Yeah, honestly, he was. Yeah. Uh, all right, Lyle. All righty, guys. Good, we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Have a good trip, Johnny. I'll there be you. here next week. Okay. Yeah. There he goes. <laughs> Uh, Lyle Richardson, SpectresHockey.net at Spectres Hockey. Hey, um, Philip Tornquist just committed to oh. uh, Vermont. That's awesome. You yeah, go play with Luke. Exactly. There you go. Interesting. Cool. He was a good kid. Very good kid. All right, Johnny. Shoutouts. Um, give a shoutout. A shoutout to the Titans for winning the whole damn thing. Whole dang thing. Um. I didn't watch a single game after the Black Bears got knocked out. Only on Twitter. <laughs> uh, mostly Twitter was where I got my updates. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it was good. The East won. Yes. I think there was something. That somebody said that the East has only won the Robertson Cup one other time or something like that. I uh, guess it was uh, the Tomahawks. No, the Tomahawks have never won it. Huh. I think it was the Aston Rebels. Interesting. We're in the we're in the final, I think. Hold on. Let's see if they give us a, a rundown of winners. I mean, the NHL is that it, it's not a recent league, right? No, it's been around since '76. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh Forge in 2003. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I'll get a shout out. Hell yeah. Um, I'll get a shout. I'll give a shout out to playing golf. On Sunday, it should be a great time. Had by all, and uh, then AEW Sunday night. AEW, AEW. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going this time. I'm just watching oh. it on TV. It's in Vegas. It's probably a cheap flight. You would think. Yeah, it's like uh, the the trip for work is a massive amount of money for some reason. Like it's like airlines are trying to get all their money back all of a sudden and yeah. hotels. It's like gas costs eighty four thousand dollars a gallon. So, yeah, but that's probably all I got. All right, Mark. Uh, I forgot to shout out last week. The kids in the new kids in the hall. It's good stuff. We were chatting about it. You did, you Not did. Thought they show. were asleep. Oh, ah. Oh. Uh, there you go. <laughs> did it, everybody? Yes, the new kids in the hall. Not not to be confused with New Kids on the Block, of course. That's the right course. Um, and shout out. This is a great week of TV. We got a great two weeks of TV we got coming up. We got Obi-Wan coming out on Friday. New season of Stranger Things coming out on Friday. And then next week, new season of The Boys coming out on Amazon. So all great stuff. If you haven't checked out any of those, obviously you should and get out from underneath your rock, John. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. The no. guy with the most free time somehow doesn't find time to I sleep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> One of the perks of being single. I don't have to watch shit. I just go to sleep. There you go. 
Take that. All right. Well, <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I'll, experience, I'll be experiencing that here in a couple of weeks. So for an entire year, don't have to watch shit. Just sit there and hang out with the cat. Um, I was going to ask who got the cat in this. Oh, no, it's absolutely me. <laughs> Did Cooper decide? Oh, Jen, Jen decided. She's like, yeah, I can't take him away from you. That's borderline abuse. <laughs> so uh, shout out Chicken Cock Whiskey. It is sponsoring Cole Custer this weekend. Interesting. It's just got big chicken cock on the side of the car. As it like, should. The actual word, not the actual like chicken cock. <laughs> even better. Yeah. Do we even know? Oh, never mind. Forget it. You don't want to know. Yeah. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> exactly. Um, shout out to guests getting stuff ready to move. Some good time. Yeah. It's amazing. Bit stressful, but hey. Uh, after next week's show, I get the uh, trailer hitch put on my car. So that's going to be fun and exciting. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. For Johnny P. Mark with the C, I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else has been Face Off Hockey Show. Part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction. We, uh, we're on the internet. You can find us at FOHS Radio on the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook. You can also check us out, patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. Good times happen there. Uh, other than that, we're out. Uh, have a good one. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.